So we have the privilege this morning of hearing from um, three of our members. We're going to first hear from Diana Peters, um, and then she'll be followed by Ken Peterson, and Rebecca Tuggle will close us out for this morning. So please join me in welcoming them. here. I, I'm a little nervous. Um, everybody can hear me okay? I'm honored and humbled to speak here at the pulpit of this church. It's first time ever. Today I will share with you how I got here and why I stay. All in less than five minutes, so here goes. <laughs> I was raised a Catholic and married in a Catholic church. Seven years later, divorced. I left the church. I guess I felt shame and guilt for not keeping a sacred vow. I later married, I, la I later remarried, this time not in a church, but in Las Vegas at the Excalibur Hotel. Larry and I were dressed in medieval garb. Very romantic, huh? For many years, I felt no need for religion. Later, though, I longed for a spiritual path. I began Buddhist-style meditation about eight years ago. Sitting in the stillness every morning for 30 minutes made me aware of a childhood trauma that I had tucked away. All the self-help books I read said, get professional help for this. So I did, and I'm happy to say, seeing a therapist has changed my life for the better. Turning to the words of, turning to the words and deeds of prophetic people has been a perfect fit for me on my spiritual path. Buddhist nun Pima Chaldron has taught me to have loving kindness and compassion for myself and for others. Franciscan priest Richard Rohr helped me help bring Christianity back into my life in a way that made more sense. Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, led me to A Course in Miracles. I became a student of the Course. It is my spiritual practice. I see it as spiritual psychotherapy and a way to forgiveness. Marianne Williamson's weekly online sermons reinforced the concepts. But the online experience lacked a true human connection. I first walked into this beautiful church when I, when I attended Larry Andros' Buddhist meditation on Saturday morning. I enjoyed meditating with others, but I needed a bigger sense of community, a sacred community. Seems all my life I shied away from people. Look at my career choices. I was a computer programmer, a professional bowler, an online entrepreneur, and currently I'm a nature photographer slash digital artist. It was easier for me to just go it alone. This would soon change. It was sometime in the spring of 2017 when I first attended an All Souls service. I remembered the time well. I had just been diagnosed with MS. It was a very frightening time for me. I sensed a need for a spiritual community. I remember Susan telling a story about a flock of geese 
how they fly together, and if one geese, if one of the geese becomes sick or injured and must land, that two other geese fly down to accompany him or her. I sat in the profundity of that moment and wondered, is that why I feel a need to be here at All Souls? Did I fear that MS would take me down and I would be lost from a sense of spiritual community forever? Even during the worst symptoms of the disease, I continued to attend All Souls services where I found comfort. Ron Thurston greeted me every Sunday morning. Boy, we miss Ron, don't we? Everyone I met welcomed me. I remember attending a dinner hosted by Mike Roberts and Kathy Osuch, along with other church members. I was starting to make connections with this community, and it felt good. Barbara's sermon spoke to me and gave me the peace of mind I needed at that time. The music provided by Barbara, Susan, and the choir brought me deep joy, and singing with a church full of souls raised my spirits. I joined the church in the summer of 2017. In 2018, my health took a turn for the worse as the disease I thought was MS became more aggressive. My neuro neurologist was concerned about the large fluffy lesion on my brain MRI. It was not typical of MS. After many tests and no definitive answers, she referred me to the Mayo Clinic. I was weary and despondent at the time. I remember telling my husband, Larry, I don't want to go to the MS. I don't want to go to the Mayo Clinic. Just let me have MS. What test could they possibly have that they haven't already done intrigued for? Well, lucky for, for me, there was one. I was diagnosed with a rare disease called mom antibody disease. Treatment is an immune suppressant I take daily. I'm happy to say the treatment is working. My latest MRIs taken this summer show I have no active disease. My symptom, I'm symptom-free and feeling great. So to sum it up, I'm here because I love this beautiful church with its sacred, sacred community. I love its Sunday services with music to uplift my spirit, a message to reach my heart, and connection to open-minded people to help me on my way. Thank you for being that for me. to All Souls off and on since 1988. Sometimes on and sometimes off, but mostly on. I'm a graduate of Texas Lutheran College in Sakine, Texas. I have a degree in biology. I have a graduate degree, a PhD in microbiology that I got at the University of Texas Health Science Center. I'm a hardcore experimental biologist, and I'm proud to say that. <laughs> I did a postdoctoral fellowship at Harvard Medical School. When I finished that, I came to Shreveport again in 1988 to set up my research lab at the LSU Health Sciences Center. I've been researching a, a devastating bacterial disease called cholera, which you definitely don't want to get. And uh, I have three children, Philip, age 30, Emma, 27, 
and Roger 25. And they're the reason that we came to All Souls initially. My wife and I wanted to expose our children to liberal religion, and this was the perfect place to do it. They, uh, I'm really proud of my kids and, and uh, who they've become. But it's not, it always, hasn't always been an easy journey because when I, when I was, uh, first got married, I was, I was very uh, introverted to such an extent that I really wasn't self-aware. And I had, I, I, was, I was not connected with my family and my children. And that was a very sad thing. And it eventually ended up that uh, my wife and I broke up. And then I, when that happened, I quit going to All Souls for a while, but I was lucky. I found a, a beautiful lady named Johanna, who was a Gnostic, uh, a believer in a Gnostic religion. And what that did for me was allowed me to be introspective and, and look into my soul and see what kind of person I was. And I was lucky because my whole life I, I kind of was in a fog and just kind of wandering from one area to the next. And that really made me look inside and see what I was. But what, what it really did for me was I was really bad at projecting onto my kids and other people. And I used to get very angry with them because they, they were doing things that I thought they shouldn't be doing. But it allowed me to, to ask the question, what is the truth? at that moment. When I started doing that, the anger left me, and I could see my kids for the beautiful people that they are and still are, or were and still are now. And it was a transformation in my life. And it really brought, brought a lot of joy to actually being a parent again, and it was, it was just a wonderful thing. And so at that time, I, I, I heard that Barbara was, was the minister again, or was the minister at All Souls, so I decided to come back to All Souls, and I'm really, really, really glad that I did. Uh, but I, I would like to tell you a few things that I, I like. I love nature. I love being outdoors. I love seeing seeing how nature works. Being an experimental scientist, it allows me to really enjoy these, these interactions that I see in nature. And the thing that I really most believe with all my heart is that every human, animal, living thing on this planet, we're all connected. And I truly believe that all people on this planet, on this planet are my brothers and sisters. And that really gets reinforced every time I come here on Sundays. And so I've, I've, I've kind of, I started thinking I was an uh, agnostic, but pretty much right now I think I'm pretty much an atheist. But the thing about being a scientist is, if you keep an open mind and follow the data, you'll find the truth. And, I, and to me, that's where I'm at today. I'm, I'm, I keep an open mind to things around me, and allows me to see things for what they are. I can see, again, what is the truth. And that, to me, is a wonderful thing. I don't, think, I don't consider myself a really spiritual person, but what I get from this church is a true connection to humanity. And I think there's a lot, a lot of that lacking in this world today, is a connection with humanity, and treating other people as we would have them treat us. And so that gets reinforced 
every time I come to church. And to me, that's why I keep coming to church, even though I, you know, pretty much think I'm an atheist, but this church allows me to connect with humanity in a way that I can't otherwise. Being a scientist in my lab, we're just so focused on things and, you know, and I see the news and all the horrible things that are happening on this planet, in our country, everywhere else. This place allows me to connect with humanity in a nice, in a liberal way, which I find very reassuring and I find a lot of comfort in that. So that's why I keep coming back. And, and you may, uh, every Sunday I look forward to coming to church. If I don't have Boy Scouts or something else, I, I come to church and, and to me it's just a wonderful place. I love looking out here. I love coming in early sometimes, just staring at the, uh, at the trees out there. But this is my home and it really has helped me considerably in making me the person that I am today, the person that I can feel proud of. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Tuttle. I've been a member of All Souls. Tina and I actually joined on the same day, uh, which was very lovely. My faith journey, I really believe, began the day that I walked away from the Catholic Church. Um, it, 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 even though I was confirmed and, and all of that stuff and I went through all of those things, I really couldn't get comfortable with the one universal and apostolic church thing. It just never really resonated with me. I mean, if God is omnipotent and ever-present, why would he back one religion over any other? That just never really made any sense. That and proselytizing, I never got that either. I mean, you know, if he's all that great, then why can't he do that himself? Um, also, I'm a, and yeah, that made me real popular at CYO, let me tell you. Uh, I'm also a very big believer in reproductive freedom, uh, the right to choose, which definitely didn't make me popular. With, the Catholics either, very frowned upon by the church. Uh, that point, I had never really heard of Unitarian Universalism. I didn't know what that was. That wasn't an option in Natchez, Mississippi. Uh, but I knew at my core that there was no such thing as one true religion. That couldn't be possible. So I turned away from religion completely. And that lasted for almost 30 years. Uh, because I felt if one of them wasn't right, then none of them could be right, so what was the point? And for many years, my baseline feeling on religion was that, not to put really too much stock into what somebody was saying about it, especially if that was what they were leading the conversation with, that tended to just be like, okay, we need to back up, back away, back far, far away. <laughs> um, and I'm still very much a person that doesn't like to discuss religion or politics, especially in the workplace, but that tends to come up more and more and more frequently, and it's harder and harder to get away from, especially if you say that you don't go to church, because we all know that's the first thing that people lead with is, well, what church do you go to? And I don't want to be on anybody's, I have to bring you to church with me list. <laughs> no. Because uh, <laughs> I feel like you're being hustled about something that's deeply, deeply personal, and that's, that's off limits. Um, and luckily for me, I married a man 
John Tuttle, who feels the exact same way I do about that. So that's that's very nice. But we still both felt that something was missing. And we did explore, uh, we were in Savannah before we moved here, Savannah, Georgia, which is, that's definitely the leading question that you get asked as soon as somebody meets you is what church do you go to? Um, and there was a Unitarian Universalist group there, but we, I was too reticent. I, di I didn't want to be, at that point, I really just didn't want to be involved with anything as far as church went. Once we moved here, I felt like I was in a place where we could do that, and we both decided that that would be a good idea, so we came here. And I am ever so glad that we did. This is one of the first places where I've ever felt comfortable saying that I'm not really sure what I believe. Uh, I am leaning more to the agnostic atheist end of things. Um, I can't say that to my family, uh, which is fine with me in that I don't want to scare them to death. It would, it would terrify them to think that. So I prefer to keep that between us. Uh, <laughs> but what keeps, what keeps me here and what makes this feel so great to me and to John is the involvement, the social, the social justice aspect is really what keeps me coming back because both of us felt like we needed to be doing more. And you guys do a lot, a whole lot. And it's good to be involved with the community. It's good to feel like you're part of a community. But even more than that, to me, Unitarian, Universal, Unitarian Universalism in this church in particular is geared to that aspect of not leaving things that just life isn't fair, so deal with it. It's more, all right, life isn't fair, so let's do what we can to make things as equitable as possible for everybody. And that's why... We stay here, and that's why we love all souls, and that's why we continue to come back. So thank y'all very much. <laughs>